Welcome to St. Augustine this evening. It's November 30th. <laughs> what? The Mike Davis Show. It is. It is not. It is uh, November 30th. 13th. For sure not. 13th. 13th. Dang, I got dyslexic today. <laughs> it's November 13th. I was so hopeful we were getting ready to go in the Christmas season and could take two weeks off. Like yeah. the other guys on the network, too. <laughs> oh, you know. No, it's November 13th. I should know. It it's is. my good friend Terry's birthday today. So happy birthday, happy birthday. Terry. Yep, he's a good guy. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a week before I go away again mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And you and Davey hold down the fort. And you're holding yeah. down the fort tomorrow for me, so, which is very, very nice. You of just you can't are. show up for work. Well, I got to ask. More than three to, days in a row. I, <laughs> I can't show up at work. It, it, it's legit. Call me Troy. Yeah. Call me Troy. Yes. Um, no, it, it. I do have something to do yeah. for a fundraiser for another. You asked to do something I did ask to do a fundraiser and MC1 uh, for the Seamark Ranch, and I'll mm-hmm. be doing that tomorrow night. Yeah. And that's so, going to be fantastic. It's going to be really cool. They're a great organization. Mm-hmm. They serve uh, a, a a phenomenal need and do a great job at it. So I'm very, very honored that they called and asked. And I thought to myself, the funnier people will be on the show anyway, <laughs> which is what everyone wants to see. So it made every it made it all work out. Well, so. we have a great guest tomorrow too. You do? Yeah. Who was the guest tomorrow? Jimmy Jam's coming on. Jimmy J- oh, mm-hmm. I love Jimmy Jam. So it's going to be Davey and myself with Jimmy Jam. I love Jimmy Jam. It's going to be a great show. Jimmy Jam is amazing mm-hmm. and they do wonderful work. They do? They do. I know. Fantastic. I, I, I feel I feel bad. And I'm looking at the number over there. Um, I'm trying to figure out what note to write about that number. For, so. for five? Is that for what we five, have? yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know. I'll have to think about it. I'll think about it. I'll come what up with joke something. can we put with the number five? Put it in the comments. Yeah. You guys have something with the morning show and the number five. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are the fab five. They are. Except there's Troy. four of them. Yeah, but every once in a while Blake sits in. Every once in a while you sit in. I never sit in. I you, produce. You produce. I know. On but occasion. Still, occasionally, there's. I consider. Uh, they don't want me to be here this early for the morning show. I consider. Are you awake and they're not? Huh? Oh no. Are they awake and you're? They're not? awake. Mm. They don't want me to show up. Pete's awake. Come up with my curlers. Pete's and my, been spending all night coming up with amazing ideas for the Florida Man Games. Yes. And well, he's good at that. I know he he can't get any work done because he's constantly on TV. Mm-hmm. Well, Van Stranges. Van Stranges. And Pete, Pete has to keep Van Strange in line. I know. I mean, who knew that he would have to babysit for another guy? I don't know. I mean, Van Strange constantly. If you don't stay on top of that guy, he will be gone. Mm-hmm. You will not know what I parts of Florida he has kids. gone to, right? With one of his three wives. <laughs> he told us he had three two. wives. Two wives. <laughs> two wives? Yeah, two wives. I think there's been a third one since the popularity has, oh, yeah? has soared. I don't know. Oh, it's good I'm making this up as I go along, and so is Pete. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, let's make a little bit of money for the show. Fine. Opening their doors in 2008, Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency, has proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods, hail, and fires. Through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of hardship and trouble. Honesty and integrity are the pillars of their core values, says Ashley Casey, and they pride themselves on being insurance experts. They truly enjoy, truly enjoy like the relationship that they've forged with their customers here in St. Augustine. Give them a call. Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency. Wonderful folks. What a great staff over there that they have. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And we have A to Z. They offer free estimates, and they have been serving St. John's County for over 20 years in the construction industry. A to Z offers painted metal roofs for saltwater area homes with warranties for up to 25 years. They also offer shingle roofs with warranties for up to 50 years. A to Z also installs tile roofing, cedar shake shingles, designer roofing, 
and flat roof coverings. Recent job photos with material descriptions can be seen at A to Z Roofing and Waterproofing.com. Contact Chuck McCone and his team for all your roofing needs. Now we also have the team at South State Bank. They're a group of bankers you can count on, and their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you are looking for a banking relationship you can depend on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you in St. Augustine, State Road 312, State Road 16, and The Beach. Or you can visit them on the website, southstatebank.com. They are a member FDIC. All right, and Salomon Services, they're the premier place for personal training here in St. Augustine. They specialize in both youth and adult personal training classes. They've got small group strength and fitness development classes. If you've been injured, they can help you get back on the court or the field. You'll be healthier and stronger when you do. And they have a state-of-the-art center in which they do all this with both indoor and outdoor turf areas and all of their coaches are certified through the National Strength and Conditioning Association. Give them a call today, 904-461-9945, or visit their website, solomonservices.com, and sign up today. They're an absolutely great place to go work out. I'll mm-hmm. be there tomorrow. Fantastic. I'll be there instead of work. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. I'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Who knew that I could be there yeah. tomorrow? Did you, uh, they just released photos mm-hmm. of the cocaine found inside the White House. Oh, yeah? It looks like every packet of cocaine I've ever seen in every police drama, police movie, gangster movie. It's a except little for the, block bag. Except for the bags of cocaine. <laughs> the big kilos. Oh, my word. That were in Scarface and Miami Vice and all of that <laughs> stuff. So, yeah. yeah, they do have it out there. Uh, I'm not sure it's actually the, the place, but yeah. Okay. It's, kind of a, it's like a little locker and somebody decided, yeah, I'm just going to put my cocaine in here. Well, I know. got it in the White House. I might as well leave it here. It'll be safe there. Yeah. So, Afraid yeah. someone's going to find it while you're walking around. I don't. I. I don't know. And, Great. And we have to love give, it. We have to give Blake full credit today. Okay. I'm saying this out loud. I'm going to say it multiple okay. times. Blake, Blake is amazing. Blake was right. Blake was right. Okay. Blake was spot on the money. You and I and Troy were wrong. Mm-hmm. Very wrong. Yeah. So we all thought that Chris Christie would be the next guy out. Okay. Tim Scott dropped out today uh, of the presidential race. And I like Tim Scott. I think he's I a like very good person. I think he really is. I I hope at some point in time that he gets to make a serious run at the White House. Yeah. I think it's a tough road to hoe when you're one of two from South Carolina. Yep. Vying for the nomination. And it, it might be a little early for him. I, I think it was. I mean, yeah. I, you kind of tested the waters. You got to go around the country mm-hmm. and see some cool things. But yeah, I just... Uh, I, I like him. I think he's got a very positive, upbeat American message, um, and he's a success story. So I, I really like Tim Scott an awful lot. Um, but darn it, I just keep wanting Chris Christie to go, and he just won't go away. Well, he's got people like Troy telling him he's amazing. Uh, he's making me. <laughs> mm, yeah, not my favorite. Not my not my favorite either. No, so mm. Blake rules. Uh, Blake got it right yet again. Right. So for election news, you guys should just listen to Blake. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. He thinks that Putin would have celebrated if Trump... Okay. Yeah, listen to Blake. No, I think (laughs) on that one he's totally wrong. I don't think Putin gives a... Putin just wants to do what Putin wants to do. Yeah. So Putin cares about Putin. That's all he wants to do is care about him, right? It doesn't matter who he's harming, so yes. And according to uh, one one article I read, uh, Nikki... Haley has launched a $10 million ad campaign to try to overtake Ron DeSantis. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. I just, I really liked mm. her for a while, but when she kind of went back and forth on Trump, it's like, yeah, I could do without Nikki. Yeah. I'm not excited about Nikki. Let me put it to you that way. I'm not excited about Nikki either. Are you commenting to people on our show? I am. I have no comments on the show. That's what's kind of got yeah. me. You yeah. should reload it. I'm I'm reloading it. I'm going to go all the way back out of the app. Try not to let the volume come on when I do that. <laughs> and then come back in. Because I know people are saying hello and they're saying, hey, how are you guys doing? And we're glad you guys are on tonight and all that kind of fun stuff. But I'm just having a hard time yeah. grabbing them. So I'm answering because Robin says she likes my sweater. And this is always a talking point whenever I wear it because it is bright. I bought it because it embarrassed my daughter. I loved it. And she was embarrassed by it. And I was like, well, now I'm definitely getting it Mm -hmm. because I like bright colors, especially when it's dreary outside. And it's dreary outside today. And I'm exhausted from a busy weekend. So I decided I needed a little brightness on the outside. Yeah, you told me you were like, you're like, I'm tired. And I'm like, well, that sweater screams I'm awake. No, it screams I need to be uh, awake. <laughs> it screams I'm awake. I look so at that and it's go, a fake, ah. it, be- uh, make it, fake it till you make it moment. And I was too tired to get up this morning. And so I'm wearing bright colors. And it's supposed to be, I mean, I'm going to do a long-winded, windy version. But it's supposed to be pretty windy tonight and tomorrow. Yeah. A lot of rain on Thursday. Mm, that's the longest weather report. That's the this longest channel weather report seen. that this network has <laughs> ever done, other than a hurricane update, which don't count. Those are yeah. normal news for Florida. Yeah, that's not like a weather news. That's just yeah. like normal news. Yeah. All right. So, go ahead. Did you have a good weekend? I did. It was a very relaxing weekend. Um, I, I got a bunch of nothing done. Yeah. I just kind of rested. I read a couple of books, which I was trying to catch up on. So I just, I really chilled. We had family over um, Saturday night. We have in-laws from uh, Lakeland that were up. Very cool. They had friends with them. So it turned into be, it was just going to be Darcy and I and one of our neighbors watching the Florida State game. And then Mm -hmm. it turned into like 11 people. And yeah. So yeah, it was good. How did you feel about that game, Mike? uh, Nervous. Yeah. Nervous would be how I felt about it. For, it's Miami, mm-hmm. and Florida State has found lots of ways to lose to Miami. <laughs> but whenever Miami missed a field goal early, I felt like like the 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 powers that be that oversee that. If you miss a field goal, you're like doomed to lose. So I was yeah. like, oh, it was them and not us. But yeah. yeah, when they hit that bomb in the second half, which was one of their is their biggest play of the game, that really I was like, man, we don't need him coming back. And I felt horrible for their quarterback. Yeah. Uh, did you see what happened to him? No, I checked the score to uh, see if you would be happy today or not. Oh, well, they were driving, and he reached across the line mm-hmm. to get um, to get the first down with yeah. his right hand. Somehow, either he rolled over on his left hand, or somebody landed on his left. I think uh, they broke his left arm. I mean, it was re- it was really it was horrible. And he's a freshman. His parents were there. Uh, they were showing his parents all the time. You know, this kid got hurt. Stinks. I just. Felt bad for the young man. Yeah, that's terrible. I don't want to see people getting hurt. No, I hate sports. that. I just thought it was. I thought that was terrible and horrible, and I wish that it hadn't happened to them. Yeah, so. that's terrible. Yeah. So I had a crazy weekend. What did what happened? Um, when you homeschool, you have to make special events because the school doesn't make it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I asked during the summer some of my other fellow homeschool moms in our community do you think it'd be fun to do a Sadie Hawkins dance for our like Mm -hmm. middle school high school kids because that's one thing that homeschool kids don't really get the chance to do 
Mm-hmm. I had dances every Friday when I was in middle school. And then we had a bunch of dances when I was in high school and middle school kids just don't get the same kind of opportunities. And so they were all really excited about it. Well, that question led to, we're definitely doing a Sadie Hawkins dance and I found the location. And so I'm the key holder for the event. So anyone doing anything for setup or anything, I had to be there. So that was at our church this weekend okay. in the fellowship hall. Um, this past weekend, and I was there most of Friday, almost all of Saturday, and then most of Sunday. So it was a full weekend of you yeah. getting ready. For- yeah, so prepping, then actually being there for the dance, um, and then cleaning up after the dance. Um, I hate high-efficiency washing machines, and our church has one. And Why I hate them hate high efficiency because they don't use enough water. And so someone, um, we washed the tablecloths that we used, but it was a laundry pod and high efficiency washing machines don't use enough water to get your clothes clean. They didn't dissolve the pods. So then when I came there Sunday morning, expecting to just have to throw them into the dryer, mm-hmm. they were covered in bright, obnoxious colors of laundry detergent and all of the chemicals that are in those pods. So they were all blue and green and purple. And so I had to wash them again. And high efficiency washing machines take forever to run a cycle. So that was a whole other. So you don't believe that it's high efficiency. You believe that it's high aggravation. It's high aggravation. And I hate them. Okay. Um, I will never ever. I made the mistake once when I was a newlywed of getting the new cool high efficiency machine. And I will never get one again. You learned your lesson. Speed Queen is the only washing machine for me. I, I just want one that's a tank. I, that's what Speed Queen I is. So Speed Queen tank. primarily makes commercial machines. Yep. And they make them old school. So they use just the right amount of water. And they are minimally computer operated, whatever. So you're not going to like have your circuit board go out because mm-hmm. lightning flashed three streets over. So it's a great machine. It You only have to wash it once because it actually washes the first time. High efficiency machines, I have to run cycles over and over and over again. So my high efficiency washing machine at the church, I had to run the cycle twice. And then I had to dry it. So it was well, three was like, hours of laundry after church so, on Sunday, so that, which was my anniversary. So that ate three <laughs> hours of my anniversary to wash those stupid tablecloths because a high efficiency machine sucks. I hate them. Well, now we know why you're so tired. I'm tired. Because I'm grumpy. The washing machine <laughs> and the anniversary. Yes, I had my anniversary dinner last night. Congratulations. We went to Columbia. It's fantastic. That's awesome. So I hear they were having a sale. <laughs> they weren't, but I had gift cards. <laughs> I had gift cards, so it was fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Um, we went by and gave Clay a little bit of moral support mm-hmm. at Prohibition Kitchen because... Um, there was a bluegrass jam band in there, yeah. which was awesome. But that's, if you know anything about sound mixing, it's really hard to mix when you have that many different kinds of instruments and that many different kinds of sounds happening mm-hmm. all at once. Yep. So there's a ton of guys on stage and they're singing, playing harmonicas and banjos and guitars and drums and the whole deal. So it was a very exhausting um, concert for Clay to mix. And so we um, gave him a high five and an attaboy and then we went and enjoyed ourselves. He's awesome. He's he's just amazing what he can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So back to your washing machine story. Uh So whenever in the construction industry, they came out with the first uh, one and a half gallon flush toilets. Uh You had to flush them three times. I hate them. Thereby meaning you were using Mm -hmm. one and a half times 
what you would use if you had the three gallon. That's flush. my argument yeah. against the high efficiency yeah. machine. It's just, it didn't make any sense. I hate it. And then I talked to a guy, um, I was somewhere in an event and I'm like, Hey, what are you doing? And the guy says, Oh, I work for Kohler, um, in their plumbing division. I'm like, seriously, interesting. I, I have questions for mm-hmm. you about the one and a half gallon flush. What happened? Mm-hmm. And he said, well, it got forced on us. And so we just changed the tank. Mm-hmm. not realizing that all the guts and the rest of the toilet needed three gallons. Mm. So those first year ones there was were, no engineer that were, was like, were not our best, right? We just yeah. thought, well, we'll just change the They're not the tank. sending their best books. Yeah, they, were, <laughs> they weren't sending the best toilets. <laughs> the best commodes were not being sent. Yeah. And it wasn't a pleasurable experience, if you know what I mean. Exactly. No one likes it to linger. You wanted to be gone. When you hit the button, you wanted to be gone. Yes. Yes. So, yes. Mm. It's terrible. It's I terrible. hate them. I hate high efficiency machines. There's that's why there's this whole thing like you should leave the high efficiency machines door open because they'll they'll develop a stink. Yes. But you're not you're supposed to so that your gaskets last longer, you're supposed to close it. But if you do, then it stinks. You know why it stinks? Because they don't use enough water to wash away all the bacteria. That's why it stinks. So you it's want terrible. more water. Yes. Why don't you just set a lower load in there and put it on high? In a high efficiency machine? No, you just put it on high. You 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 bypass the whole Not on a high efficiency machine because it weighs your load and it puts in what it thinks is right, right. whether it's what you want it to I'm be. I'm putting not. a brick in then. I've got Everything's got a brick in it. Yeah. You got to put something heavy in if you want it to <laughs> to use more water even yeah. for fewer clothes. It's crazy. I did cloth diapers in a high efficiency machine. And that was three hours of washing just for the washing load. It took less time for these things to air dry than to go through the wash cycle. And then I got a speed queen, washes it. Fantastic. First time, 23 minutes. So you are supposed to be the spokesperson for speed queen. If you want to sponsor us, I would happily take that because I love them. And I'll tell everyone how amazing they are until the day I die. And Amanda can have all of the money off of the speed queen (laughs) because she's the one that brought it to our attention. Call me speed queen. Speed queen. (laughs) I love them. All right. um, So I have, uh, I got to give Barbara Jean a shout out. Uh Uh-huh. The Vikings... They're doing awesome this year. One again yesterday with a quarterback who, when he got off the elevator, staff had to show him where the locker room was. He's, <laughs> that, he's that new to the team. Joe Biden's the quarterback of the no, Vikings? No, he's not. <laughs> Joe Biden is not the quarterback of the Vikings. Um, very funny. If I'd said that, Barbara Jean would be upset. She'll <laughs> laugh at your comment. But um, th- he just hadn't been mm-hmm. there enough to know where to go. Yeah. Obviously, he could find something, though. That's called the end zone. Mm-hmm. So he looked really good in that. Um, and I was completely uh, dejected, despondent, and disappointed in the Jaguars. Yeah. Like the Sad 49ers story. played a great game and they, they looked really good. They looked every bit of the team that started 5 and 0 and it wasn't 5 and 3. Yeah. Um, and the Jaguars looked like we hadn't won a game in a lifetime. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. So, anyway, we have next week. I heard uh, there uh, were a ton of sacks on Trevor Lawrence. He had five when I quit watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I, about halfway through the third quarter, I just turned on Bass Reeves and just watched something that I could enjoy. Don't steal our sunshine. No, Leave Trevor Lawrence alone. <laughs> I, I, I like Trevor, and he admitted uh-huh. it, and, and the coach admitted for the Jaguars too, yeah. right? Hey, we didn't do very well today, yeah. and this is a humbling experience, and this team played really well, and we didn't, and we're going to have to live with that. Yeah. Uh, I was watching a um, clip of a podcast. It was four or five guys, you know, kind of like the copy the morning show, mm-hmm. um, and one of them said that if football— he said, I don't know if I like football anymore. 
Oh, yeah. And he's like, here's why. He said, All right. most of the games are not good games. Mm-hmm. Right? There are good games, but then the majority of the games aren't good games. Yeah. The Jaguar game was not a good game, unless you're a San Francisco fan, in which case it was a great <laughs> game, right? But there's not enough close games, and there, there were quite a few yesterday. Yeah. So um, Close games give me anxiety. Well, I, if I don't really care, I just want to see, you know, teams playing good and going, taking risks and stuff and things like that, right? So um, he said that if you were watching a TV series and most of the shows weren't good. Yeah. You wouldn't like it and you wouldn't watch it. Yeah, you quit. And he said, so now I'm kind of in the thing that there's not enough good games mm. to keep me interested. Going to quit the series, I, huh? <laughs> I, for one, rarely watch anything that isn't the Jaguars anymore. Okay. I just don't. I, I, I The Detroit game yesterday was kind of a little bit intriguing because yeah. there's a lot of offense in it. And, uh, and, and I thought they did really well. Yeah. Barbara Jean, are you feeling okay? You said thank you to me. <laughs> I just she told just me to, to hush. Make sure you're okay. She told me to hush, <laughs> and she said thank you to you. Oh, uh, Davey, I was talking to a friend. Yes, the Chiefs. I was talking to a friend who had Travis Kelsey in his fantasy football. Yeah, and decided that after a couple of weeks of the Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and the Swifty thing going on, and every time he went to go see or watch a highlight of Kansas City, he <laughs> saw her. He traded Travis Kelsey. <laughs> he got two <laughs> players in return. So I think it was a good trade, but he said, I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. He said, I had to keep up with it, and I Lame. just couldn't do it anymore. I it just couldn't go. I had to trade him. I got to say, like, I get when you're watching football, you want to watch football. But since mm-hmm. when have football fans been offended about seeing a pretty girl? I, I don't think that you see a pretty girl, right? It's that you see the same one repeatedly is, is kind of the... You know, usually you're married go, to one woman. You go, don't want to be married around, to your NFL they go wife. Go around the stadium, yeah, and so you get to see other people. Well, all you get to see mm-hmm. is, and you saw other people, not just a woman. Yeah. Now you just see. Well, it's person. not just her. Sometimes it's his mom and her. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's Hollywood stars and her. Yes. Sometimes it's Brittany Mahone, Mahone, Mahomes, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. I was yeah. close. Yes. I know that Travis went to Patrick Mahomes' fundraiser this weekend before he flew down to Argentina. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I can tell Barbara Jean and uh, Davey, mm-hmm. who are very into the, uh, some guy did a whole thing on the Super Bowl colors, mm-hmm. and the teams usually match the colors. Yeah. And the teams that closely match the colors this year are the Baltimore Ravens mm-hmm. and the um, 49ers. Yeah. However, you could argue that the purple is the Minnesota. See, Barbara Jean, that's two nice things purple. in one show. Purple, purple. I'm no more. It's done for the rest of the year. I'm only picking on. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Just going to come back to pick it on me now. <laughs> right, I only get upset when the cheerleaders get in the way of seeing the game. I got to agree with that too, Barbara yeah. Jean. I want to see the game. Yeah. yeah. I, I could just, I could just, just give me the game. Yeah. With less ads. I that, thought you said with less ads. I was like, wow. <laughs> ads. Ads. Enunciate, man. Enunciate. <laughs> Apparently, your anniversary is not over. Well, you know. <laughs> 17 years married. Congratulations. Yeah. 17 years. We were dating two years before that, so 19 mm-hmm. years together. Yeah. And 17 years married. And you did post a uh, 20-year-old picture of yourself on Facebook. I did. Weekend. I did. Very mm-hmm. cute. Very yeah. cute. Yep. I was cute. Very, very, very. So, yeah. A bunch of people saying, um, Isabella looks just like me. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. She's devastated. I think it's a compliment. <laughs> my my boys would get that. Oh, you look like your dad. You see him hang their head. Right? Like, like, man. Gosh, sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. 
I mean, so my genetics. Nice. Yeah. Fruit of my looms. So. Uh, I know. I know. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. So, uh, all right. Um, we have all kinds of stories in here. We hit the Vikings. We hit okay. that. Uh, we talked about Blake ruling. Okay. Yeah. So we're talking a little sports. So let's go soccer for a second. All right. And it's soccer and it's faith mixed in. Oh, uh, I know where you're going with uh, this. And by I've the seen way, story. before we get to that story, happy mm-hmm. Veterans Day to everybody. Yes. I know it was officially on Saturday. Some people celebrate. The city of St. Augustine Cruz took it off on Friday. Mm-hmm. Some of the people took it off on Saturday on the day. Mm-hmm. Some took it off today. So it's uh, kind of like a confused yeah. when did they take it off. It wasn't a consistent. But uh, I, I had a chance to talk to a veteran today that was really nice to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really good. They they lost... A fellow, a couple, two fellow family members that were veterans and had a lot of mm-hmm. veterans in their family. It was just really nice to talk to them. So yeah. thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for all your service and all the sacrifice for our freedoms and to keep us mm-hmm. in the cushy position that we are privileged to be in as Americans. I know we get to talk because mm-hmm. somebody else sacrificed their lives to give us that freedom and, that, and those rights. So thank you for that. Yeah. All right. So uh, someone else uh, exercising her freedom of speech, Megan Rapino. Yes. Um, was doing an interview. Uh, the I don't know who the player next door was. If it was a player or was a coach, if it was her wife, I don't know, right? But they mm-hmm. were kind of laughing through the whole thing. So I don't know if it was like pulled out of context. Maybe. Because it, it didn't look like, like a serious quote because the other part, or maybe it had just gone on for a while and I don't know. Um, so having only seen a spliced edited cut mm-hmm. and, it, and acknowledging that, right? Yeah. Um, basically, she said, if there was a, if there was a God this is proof there isn't, meaning her, yeah, her Achilles injury. injury yeah. Right. Um, and that she doesn't believe in God. And this just shows that there isn't a God because she got injured in the early parts of her last game. So I kind of, I mean. Uh, it's an immature conception of God. Yes. You go first. So I'll start since I started with an immature conception of God. Um, I'll give you this analogy. My second grader um, has to take spelling tests. And if she misses any words, if she gets 100, she's done. Spelling test done. If she misses any words, then she has to practice the words that she missed and then come back for Mm -hmm. a retest later. So Mm -hmm. it means twice the work. Yes. So she's devastated if she's missed a word. Because, I mean, she has to do it again. Mm -hmm. She not only has to practice the words, but now she has to do the whole spelling test again. And, oh, So it's this whole thing. It's this whole like meltdown. So her newest way to try and emotionally manipulate me into not forcing her to practice the words and do the retake is if you loved me, you wouldn't make me do this. Mm -hmm. To which we give the classic answer of because I love you, I'm making you do this. I'm making you do this. And so that's where I'm coming from, from it's an immature conception of God. If you loved me, you would only give me things that I liked. And you wouldn't push me beyond my limit and you wouldn't force me through something painful so that I can grow and be better. If you loved me, you wouldn't make me do this. So that's a uh, um, that is my analogy for what this is. Well, and, and I was hoping too, right, because generally when someone says something like this, mm-hmm. you have people on the opposite side of the argument that say something even dumber. Yeah. Like God was punishing you for this, right? God which is, is stupid. Which is, and, and I don't, I, I just don't see that, right? Yeah. I, I really truly do not. I, you know, 
all of us go through uh, adversity in our lives. All mm-hmm. of us go through things that we have to overcome. Yep. Um, I think the way you face that, um, a lot of times you come out of that stronger. Mm-hmm. If you face it in a way that you're you're hiding from it or you're blaming it on somebody else, yep. or you're just like, it, I think that you're not going to get as much out of that. So mm-hmm. that that's my own kind of take on that. And I don't think God came down and said, uh, in spite of everything you may or may not have said that I disagree with, mm-hmm. I'm going to just tell you. I smite you on the pitch. Let's kind of look at this from a bigger God perspective, Mm. right? I'm not God, but if I'm God, I know that when she's successful as a soccer player, she's going to say things against me. Mm -hmm. If God was vindictive, he would have taken the Achilles out in the very first year of her (laughs) career, right? She's had a very very long career. He knew what you were going to say. He knew the person she was going to become. Gave you the choice in that platform. And instead of being thankful. He could have ended your career at 16. Instead of being thankful. For having the opportunity to do something that most people will not get to do and getting paid to do it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, there, so many soccer players would have given anything. If I had told you, Amanda, you can swim one time in the Olympics, mm-hmm. you'd be like, I'm in, right? I would look stupid. In, no, no. You have, you have, you're going to have the ability to compete <laughs> yeah. for a medal in mm-hmm. the Olympics. Single um, one. Yeah, you, you yeah. would take that. I mean, mm-hmm. you would have been very happy and thrilled to to wear the uniform, even if yep. you, even if you got smoked. To be like, I got to wear the uniform, walk through this. Yeah. That would have been an amazing. Just the experience. Most people don't get to do that. Yeah. And so for me, when somebody doesn't appreciate the gifts that they have, mm-hmm. I, I always kind of just shrug and go, "Well, I'm sorry, you don't you don't get it, right?" That there's yeah. a lot of people. I mean, I I look at um, I, I'm in I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that I can still do, and I'm very grateful that I can do those things. There are people that are uh, my age and older that are better than me at them. Yeah. And I marvel at them. And there are other people that quit trying to do those things. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'm just happy that I get to still participate in all yes. that. Yes. Mostly surfing is what I'm talking about. Yes. I figured. Yeah. So, um, I, the didn't idea, want, well, I didn't want you to wander off on me. I'm, you kind of left the reservation a couple of times. I'm still listening. Yes. Um, so the idea that God smites us is a very Old Testament mm-hmm. conception of God. Yep. Um, God's not in the smiting business anymore. Um, how do I know that? Because in the Old Testament, there's a lot of smiting going on. Lots of people were smoked. <laughs> salt. Pillars of yes, salt. Pillars of salt. Um, which there's actually a salt and pepper shaker set that you can get that's a lot. And then just a pillar of salt. <laughs> and I think that's hilarious. For some um, reason, <laughs> I see you giving that as Christmas gifts this I year. Could. I could. It's funny. Um, so Give that's, it to Troy. That's <laughs> Troy needs that on his table. <laughs> yeah, he needs another woman <laughs> that doesn't survive the relationship. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, okay. Uh, so that's Old Testament God. Yes. Jesus came in. He, he changed... Um, our relationship with God, and He changed how we um, how we reconcile with God. So, in the Old Testament, there was lots of sacrifices. That was one of the ways that you would um, reconcile yourself to God. Once Jesus came in, He changes it. We're under the new covenant paradigm with Jesus, and so we no longer have to engage in sacrifices. Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, and so now God isn't in the smiting business, right? Mm -hmm. So that's Old Testament thinking that God would, so Christians that might throw that at Megan Rapinoe, that's stupid and it's also immature. Um, We're not under the Old Testament anymore. God did not smite her regardless of your thoughts and opinions of God or Megan Rapinoe. Um, I would say that her injury- I think it's Rapinoe. Whatever. I think that's okay. 
Well, since you're not smiting her, I'm just making sure you're not butchering the name. I didn't hurt her, Achilles. <laughs> but I also didn't do anything to this woman. She probably hates me based on what, what I can say. So whatever. I'll say her last name however I want. I, she wouldn't pronounce my last name right either. And probably not. Okay. I would say that the injury is proof of a loving God. Mm-hmm. And that's controversial. Because it's proof of free will. So... In order for us to be truly free to mm-hmm. either love God or reject God, all options have to be open to us. And that is what free will is. We have the options to choose him and live in that relationship with him. Or we have the option to completely reject him and live our life on our own terms. And that's just the way that's just the way it works. That's the only way we actually are really choosing him mm-hmm. if he was santa claus only giving us treats and blessings and and candy and billion dollars then of course we're gonna love him we're love slaves to him at that point we don't have the freedom to reject that at mm-hmm. that point because he's the gumball machine that never quits right but because we have the option to reject him then sin is in the world We have the option to choose something other than him. And that means all options are on the table. That means sin is in the world. That means injuries are a thing. That means diseases are a thing. I have lots of things I'm dealing with with my health. That doesn't mean God doesn't love me. That means I live in a fallen world where there's sin. And I have the choice to turn to God and lean on him through it and learn from it. Or I can thumb my nose at God, tell him to F off, and I can try and go it alone. Preach, sister. We will be passing the plate around as soon as Preacher Amanda is done. Speaking of that, I have a mission (laughs) trip coming up. (laughs) So I would say the injury is proof of a loving God that has given her the option to live her life however she wants. And and naturally, right, if you read the headline, Mm -hmm. right, God doesn't exist. You got to get all the way into page two. Yeah. Before you get to uh, Rapino contradict herself, when she further stated... Mm -hmm. I just uh, thank God I have a bleeping deep well of sense of humor. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just obviously devastating to go out in the final so early. Yeah. I mean, but there are a lot of players that never, I, again, I go back to, I, I guess I look at a bigger, uh, happier picture of, I got to do something that other people couldn't do. I mm-hmm. got to do it well. I got to do it for extended amount of time. I was successful at it. I won championships at it. Um, yeah. The last game, you didn't score the winning goal, mm-hmm. but you got a whole lot of other things done along the way. Yeah. So anyway, that's the. And I mean, I can kind of relate to this in a way like I I have been a singer and I've been a performer for for years, um, but I lost my ability to sing consistently and perform a few years ago. And that's one of the reasons why I've done voice therapy. And that's part of my health journey, whatever. So in high school, I got the opportunity to sing in Carnegie Hall. Mm -hmm. So Easter Sunday and. 99 or 2000, I got to sing in on Carnegie Hall's stage with John Rutter. I wasn't a soloist, so calm down. I was amongst a giant ensemble. But you were on stage. But I was, I have sung on stage at Carnegie Hall. As they said in Bull Durham, you were in the show. I was in the you show. You were in the show. So I've never been on Broadway. I've yep. never been a headliner. But I know what it looks like to look out at a full house in Carnegie Hall mm-hmm. from the stage. Yep. And like you said, if I could go to the Olympics as a team member and have that experience, even if I'm not competitive, I don't like 
the experience is mm-hmm. there. Listen, it wasn't bad for the Jamaican bobsled people. <laughs> And I'm wearing they're their colors. Great. <laughs> I know. You're wearing their colors. And you're not even having to go fan. downhill. Yeah. So I, I mean, feel like John Candy. A little bit, a little bit of gratitude for where she went with her career, what mm-hmm. she's been able to achieve and what she's experienced yeah. would be cool, but I don't see a lot of gratitude for her from her over her career. So yeah. I'm not surprised that it's not there now. All right. We got a great story on mood rings, which we'll just hold till tomorrow. Or till Wednesday. <laughs> well, right. we have guests on Wednesday, don't we too? Um, I didn't book one. Did you book one? I don't know if I booked one. I gotta go look. I think we booked one on Wednesday. <laughs> oh, for more. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know what's going on. But anyway. Flying so, by the seat of So there's some, there's some news that came out today, right? So we okay. talked earlier about Tim Scott dropping out of the mm-hmm. race. All right. Um, so these two stories to me always kind of come side by side. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, they're coming. And, and political candidates are always trying to blunt either bad news or good news, depending on whether it's their good news or their bad news or somebody else's bad news or good news, right? Mm -hmm. They're always trying to figure that out. So there was a story that came out today that there's a new poll that uh, President Trump is leading DeSantis by 39 points in the state of Florida. Wow. Which is DeSantis's home. Now, obviously this rolls out from Trump's camp and people Mm -hmm. that are Trump supporters or people that are advocating for even Nikki Haley. Or Chris right? Christie. Or Chris Christie or whoever, right? Troy we has planted the story. <laughs> we're warning you that you got to yeah. vote for somebody else because DeSantis isn't going to be able to carry Florida, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a whole host of reasons why this story is printed besides that someone's trying to influence your opinion with the numbers in a poll, mm-hmm. which could very easily have just looked at, well, what counties did Trump win the most in? And mm-hmm. let's go ask those primary voters yeah. who they're voting for. I mean, there's all kinds of ways they could have done this, mm-hmm. right? So I'm laughing because about two hours after that hits my computer, yeah, I get a story from Governor Kim Reynolds. And I got to look Governor Kim Reynolds up because I'm not familiar with her. All right. She's the governor of Iowa. Okay. And she has endorsed Ron DeSantis. All right. So to me, you look at that and go, well, of course, this story is going to come out sometime around the other polling in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're trying to encourage people to to be on the Ron DeSantis bandwagon, yeah. you want to say he's going to win in Iowa mm-hmm. and that's going to propel him everywhere else, mm-hmm. right? Everyone's trying to get their story and their narrative and their spin out. Yeah. And I think DeSantis is trying to go to all the counties in Iowa, which which I give him full credit for doing that. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, some of those counties have to be pretty small rural. It's a counties, lot of counties. So it's a lot of counties and a lot of stops. But if mm-hmm. you do that, it's it's like um, walking Lawton Childs, who walked all over the state mm-hmm. and won an election due to it. So does that still yeah. carry weight today, or just people? We'll find out. I mean, yeah. Iowa's first up, so we'll kind of see. But yes, yep. So anyway. Um, well, and Trump might be driving larger crowds as Ron DeSantis is going from county to county with all the talk about his shoes. Well, I just I, people might want to check for themselves. I know you look. I, I just I'll I, say I've seen Ron DeSantis in person twice. I never once looked down at his shoes. No, no, uh, I don't look at men's shoes and I don't look at women's shoes. Yeah, there's it's just not something that. It's part of the universe that to me, I mean, if you wanted to hide a million dollars, you'd tie it to the top of your shoe. I never know. <laughs> I never know. I just, it's just right. not something I look at. It's like, eh, no, I just don't. Yeah. But anyway, I thought it was very interesting that those two kind of came back to back. Um, I do think that Tim Scott getting out of the race helps Nikki Haley if she can survive to South Carolina. Yeah. I don't know that she's going to win South Carolina, but survive to South Carolina. Yeah. And I mean, Ron DeSantis and Trump are kind of a similar situation to Tim Scott and Nikki Haley. Mm-hmm. It's two big personalities in one state. Yep. 
Um, so, I mean, it would be it's going to be interesting to see who who carries Florida between uh, the two of them. Uh, I think it's going to be very interesting to see how yeah. that goes. I think it's a battle royal. I think there's a lot of implications in that, um, yeah. not just in the in the presidential election, right? So um, there's going to be a lot of state elections held mm-hmm. later on. So there's two kind of scenarios that come out of this. One, DeSantis is the front runner for the president. Yeah. Everybody that's running for a statewide office that has any connections to him is going to be asking for his endorsement. Yeah. Right. If uh, he's not, right, they're all going to still be desperate for that endorsement because he's still so darn popular inside. He's of, still a very popular yeah. governor. And he, his phone will be ringing off the hook from people running all over the country asking mm-hmm. for his endorsement in other states. Yeah. That are red leaning states. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, I just think it's going to be a very interesting political season. I do think that uh, the outcome uh, when we get to the general election, most people are not going to get are going to be excited about it. I think it's going to be one of those you're like, I just don't want to go through yeah. this again. The last one was painful. It's the all one before dramatic. that was painful. I just don't want to go through that again. All right. It's, yes. We're holding the mood ring story till. Uh, oh god. We might, we might even hold I'm it till, on the edge of my we seat. We might hold it till <laughs> Thursday. Wow. When all the boys are in here and we can talk about what mood we're in. Yeah. All right, so um, we, we have five questions. It's Monday. We do. We always do five questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of, I wrote them down and then I realized I had to put them in some order that made <laughs> sense. All right. So Sorry if you can hear some my of these are holiday uh, related questions. But the first one is, since we talked about um, somebody's sports injury day, mm-hmm. what's the worst sports injury you've seen or experienced? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, swim isn't like a major contact sport, so there's no like sexy. Unless you hit the bottom. If you hit the bottom, it's pretty bad. You're probably not at the competition level if you somehow manage to hit the bottom. Yes. Um. So that one's not my my injury. Uh, I did kickboxing for a while, Mm -hmm. and um, there was a day when we were sparring, and the owner of the dojo uh, wanted me to learn to not drop my right hand. And so uh, he directed the guy I was sparring against to teach me to protect with my right hand. And uh, yeah, so that was not a fun week after that sparring. What did you look like? He, well, I didn't, so I don't typically bruise a lot. So he didn't bruise me, but he for sure just jacked up my neck, something terrible. Cause anytime I dropped that right hand, he just came in for a hook and just rang my bell. And so I, I couldn't look any direction other than straight, straight ahead for a couple of days. Straight it was ahead. bad. Uh, the uh, worst one. So the worst one I ever saw in person was one I inflicted, also kickboxing, sparring. Oh. Um, there was a boy in the class. It was his first day sparring. <laughs> I got he the was, rookie. He what? was an upperclassman um, uh. over, I think I was a junior. He was a senior, something like that. Or he had just graduated and I was senior. Can't remember. Um, but his mom came for sparring and I definitely gave him a nosebleed. Um, it was a clean hit and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't That's a dirty hit, say. um, but I definitely made the, made the boy bleed mm-hmm. and cry a little in front of his mom and all the other girls in the class. And I, I felt bad. He never came back. Yeah. So the, I felt bad. uh, the worst injury I've ever seen was the Joe Theismann injury. Yeah. Have you ever seen the Joe Theismann? I've seen the video. I, it's. I, uh, he goes one way and his leg to, goes the to, other way. To this day, <laughs> it's still the most disturbing thing. Yeah. 
And I think I was watching it live when it happened, mm. and that was the end of that game for me. I had to—I I couldn't watch anymore. I just had to. Get, and I'm off football. <laughs> and I, and I'm, I need a break. I'm going to swimming. I'm gonna watch swimming. Um, Safer. Oh, uh, that was the worst one. Um, yeah. Worst sports injury. Uh, I was playing basketball and I rolled an ankle, mm-hmm. but I didn't just roll it. I rolled it so bad. Um, the doctor looked at me and said, hey, this is like the worst grade sprain you could have. <sighs> like the worst way you could do it, the worst one you have. It is going to take you three months to get over this. If you had mm. broken it, if it was a clean yeah. break, it would have been like eight weeks and you'd yeah. be back again. And I'm like, wonderful. Yeah. It was like, my ankle was like that big. It was not, it wasn't good. It just was, it yeah. was oh my gosh, it was terrible. They could put yeah. a cast on it for a walk because I'd let the swelling go down. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Bad. I got injured by a bungee cord. Mm-hmm. So I was breaking apart. Parenting some, is hard. <laughs> this is dolphin training. <laughs> I was breaking apart some equipment that we were using um, to clear the deck. We had some VIPs coming through. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted it to look pretty, right? And so it was, we were getting rushed because they were parking. And it was like, we had to get it done now. Well, someone had overextended the bungee cord yep. to connect these two big panels together. And the interns couldn't get it. So as the paid staff member, I stepped in and I got it unhooked. And I did get it unhooked. But it was so overstretched. And that's when the that, trouble started. Yeah, it slipped right out of my fingers, and it ended up wrapping around my wrist. Oh. And it, the hook actually hit my bone. So it did crack my bone. The bone was healed in three weeks. It took six to eight weeks for the soft tissue damage soft to heal. soft tissue to go away. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah. That was great. No, it, it, it was— um, Soft tissue's a bear. Yeah, you see some of these injuries, and you just go, oh, man, I don't, I don't yeah. want to see that. And the reason that we had the, the Florida State one this weekend— with a quarterback from Miami, yeah. but also the other one we talked about. All right. So uh, Thanksgiving's mm-hmm. coming up. I'm yeah. only going to be here for one day next week. So I wanted to make sure we got some Thanksgiving questions right. in. So we're kind of pre-prepping this. Mm-hmm. So if you're driving on the road, you're road tripping. Mm-hmm. You're road tripping to... Uh, <laughs> Not tripping. You're road tripping. You're tripping. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different kind of I snacking. I understand <laughs> that. You're road tripping right. to your parents, your in-laws, to mm-hmm. friends, whatever. What's the best road trip snack? Mm. What's the best snack? Like um, Taco Bell is the worst thing to eat no. on a road trip because it's just a, you got to stop that's and eat gonna Taco Bell. That's going to blow out your O-ring. Oh, your, it's not lots good. Lots of bathroom yeah, breaks. It's going to destroy yes. your time. Yes. <laughs> your trip's going to take so much longer. Um, So I used to say that it was combos, uh, nacho cheese pretzels. Yep. But they discontinued them for a while and they brought them back and it's not the same and they're terrible. So don't get them. They're yep. not the same. Um, So now I would say I really enjoy Gardetto's. Gardettos what are, is a Gardetto? It's um like a bougier sort of trail mix. Okay. I really enjoy it. So upscale, mm-hmm. French. It's Italian. Italian. Italian, fragile. Okay. <laughs> trail mix. I, it's like not bougie, but it's like, it's not planter's it, trail mix. It, it's, it's one okay. step up in my opinion. Yeah, we make our own. I We're like so Gardettos. poor we make our own. No, you're so bougie you make your own. <laughs> bougie. You don't use M&M's. You use those like, what, the uh, world market, like super yeah. fancy chocolate. Whatever the, the <laughs> non-chocolate chocolate is, right? You would the have moplet. to put in. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, it's funny you said. So for me, it's always been M&M's. Yeah. It's all M&M's or uh, I can do Reese's Pieces too. So you're a sweet things. snacker. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. I yeah. really like Reese's Pieces too. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that Reese's Pieces are superior for me than M&M's. Mm-hmm. But they're not as ubiquitous. It's harder to find them. 
not as ubiquitous. Why do you use words that I don't understand? I like show them. off. Show off. I like. No, I, I got. No, I. I just think that. Um, <laughs> oh, I had a good one today with my class. What did you? We were looking up a word, um, and part of the definition was we're looking up sloth, and part of the decla- uh, the mm-hmm. <laughs> definition was disinclination. Yes, I was like, man, that's a good word. Disinclination to action or effort. I'm dis- That's what sloth is. I'm disinclined to engage yes. with you. Disinclination. Uh, so the other one, we, we uh, Darcy and I were talking about this question before the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, the worst thing that one of our kids used to eat uh, was beef jerky. Beef jerky made the entire the jerky toots? car <laughs> smell, right? Yeah. Nobody else wanted to eat beef jerky. Mm-hmm. Nobody else liked it. We're convinced that this one child <laughs> picked beef jerky once he found out that the rest of the car didn't like beef jerky. Biological warfare. I don't want to go on this trip. <laughs> I don't want to be here. And I'm going to make sure everybody suffers while we're doing this. Yeah. Yes. And barbecue potato chips are pretty good, too. They are good. They're good. Depends on the brand. So, the winery, San Sebastian Winery. But cheddar cheese ones, no. No cheddar cheese chips. San Sebastian Winery used to have a white wine called Reserva, and that Mm -hmm. was my favorite. And at the end of a shift, we were allowed to have have a glass of wine. Yeah. Um, And so, we would sit around after we were done with everything. Is that why you took the big gulp cup in all the time? Was that your glass of wine at the end of this shift? No. We got a tasting glass from the tasting bar of one of the the bottles of wine that was. You really didn't know how the system was supposed to work, did you? (laughs) Well, you know. Um, So we would sit around. We'd we'd talk about our shift and joke Mm -hmm. around. It was great for fellowship, and everybody was a lot of fun to work with. It was a great team atmosphere. But they also had Tom's snacks, Tom's barbecue chips with a dry white wine. It's fantastic pairing. Mm-hmm. It's totally bizarre. And nobody believed me at first. They thought I was punking them because like yep. you can taste something that makes wine taste terrible. But barbecue chips and a dry, crisp white wine, it's actually really good. <laughs> All right. It's an unexpectedly good it's wine a- and snack pairing. Unexpected. I, <laughs> yep. I, I think uh, Darcy's chocolate chip cookies and any bourbon is a good pairing. So, yeah, I just got to tell you. All right. Um Favorite Thanksgiving Day side dish or dessert? 100% deviled eggs. I'm not a deviled eggs person. Get out. Get all I'm of your stuff not, and leave. I'm not a deviled eggs person. Actually, you can come to my Thanksgiving because that means you won't eat all my deviled I, eggs. I, I'm not. <laughs> I, I've said this repeatedly. Uh, my mom uh, yeah. was not. Um, she was not. Cooking was not her thing. She was good, and the food was always really good, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like she woke up and said, I want to be a cook. Yeah. Now, she was 12 of 13 children, so by the time my grandmother got to teach my mom, she was probably done teaching kids, right? Okay. So, uh, cranberries, right? But the cranberries that are jellied cranberries in the can, in the can All right. that when you plop them out, the image of the can is still imprinted, a- imprinted on They them. sell. Those are the best cranberries that somebody put real ones on the table one day i was so disheartened by it <laughs> i, I want everything the, i want the i want the ones that are shaped like the can so they actually sell a ceramic dish yeah. that's formed in the shape of the can oh, for your cran jelly <laughs> oh i have to get one for my entire family <laughs> so i didn't know what cranberry sauce was yeah and we were at my grandmother's house for thanksgiving one year and she, and I asked how I could help. And mm-hmm. she taught me how to open the cram- 
cran jelly can. Yes. And then put, use the little, the old timey can opener with a point so that you can put a hole in the bottom that you don't open. So it'll slide out perfectly and it won't break. I, I listen, I was always just <laughs> plopped. And when it plopped, you're like, yes, <laughs> we have jelly cranberries. Yes. Now, I just, I was really, all the food on Thanksgiving Day is phenomenal and, mm-hmm. and the camaraderie and people actually fixing a meal together. It's yeah. really, really cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was, that was kind of my favorite. So, um, yeah. after Thanksgiving feast, usually people go to the movies. Sometimes they will, yeah. right? So, best Thanksgiving kind of buddy movie. Thanksgiving? You didn't tell me that. You can do be- any buddy movie. Anybody we'll do movie. any okay. buddy movie. And for you, if it's Thelma and Louise, I completely it's understand. It's <laughs> a bad pit. It's not. All right. Um, so my, what I thought of for my favorite buddy movie mm-hmm. was Three Amigos. That's actually a really good <laughs> buddy movie. Because it was like, well, there's Lethal Weapon, but that's like classic and kind of cliche. Rush Hour was a lot of fun, I thought. Um, But then Steve Martin and Martin Short popped into my head. And so I was running through my favorite Father Mm -hmm. of the Brides. Excellent for the father and the wedding planner and their relationship. But as far as buddy movies, Steve Martin and Martin Short, I'm saying Three Amigos. So your answer has driven me to like a runner up. (laughs) Does that mean The Magnificent Seven's a buddy movie? I don't know. If The Three Amigos is a buddy movie, which is probably... Out. I just know. Out. <laughs> Take your double eggs and Take get your out. double eggs and get out of the studio. <laughs> All right. You've not seen The Magnificent Seven. No, but Steve I do McQueen know. Steve and Charles Bronson and, and um, Yul Brenner. No, I haven't seen it. I don't know who you are. I honestly do not know who you are. So um, for me, kind of a Thanksgiving buddy movie. Uh-huh. Planes, trains, and automobiles. So that was another Planes, one I thought Planes, trains, of. and automobiles. So, because I was thinking Steve Martin, and mm-hmm. so that was another one. Yep. I was like, no, nah, I got to go Martin Short and Steve Martin. Yeah, 48 Hours is a good one. There's one line from that, oh, Melissa, I'd like so to funny. repeat about Tell Me a Story, but I'm not allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> if you know the movie, you know the line. <laughs> All right. Oh, if you know the movie, you know the line. If yeah. you know, you know. But no, and, and with Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, it's a fair line. It's like, Where's your, so funny. Where's your hand? Yeah. Between two pillows. Between two pillows. <laughs> Those aren't pillows. <laughs> Whenever I see um, shower curtain rings, like yeah. the classic plastic ones, I always think John Candy. Well, my other one is every time I get up to rent a car. <laughs> yeah. That scene is rolling through my head. <laughs> when they return the rental. <laughs> I, I can't stop. It's like, oh. Is that movie the movie that convinced you to always get the insurance? Uh, no, no. <laughs> Driving in Costa Rica one time convinced me to get the, <laughs> to get it. No, it's too funny. Yes. Yeah, Bobby, we're going to have to, uh, Amanda's going to have so to get a movie did, night. They did a remake of The Magnificent Seven, Horrible. right? Horrible. So the only thing I know about that Horrible. movie is that Kurt Russell's in it, right? And he destroys a guitar? Uh, no, I think that's a different... I think Kurt Russell... I don't think Kurt Russell's in that one because um, he... I think you're thinking of The Hateful Eight. Maybe. You're one number off. Well, you know. It's, so you're a, one, it's math. I it's get it. It's a Western. It's I get it. It's a math. number title. It's okay. All right. All right so uh, last question. Okay. Um which holiday season is your favorite, Thanksgiving or Christmas? Christmas. Because? Because it's Jesus' birthday. Okay, I get all that. I, mm-hmm. I fully do. Um, I always more like Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And I get Christmas is great. And yes, uh, Jesus' birth, gifts for everybody. Jesus is good and all, but 
but turkey. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not. It's not the turkey, right? Okay. So follow me on this one. It's the amount of family time that you get together. Mm-hmm. So Christmas could be any day of the week. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is always on a Thursday, mm-hmm. which now everyone takes most of Wednesday off before and Friday afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a five day holiday mm-hmm. where Christmas could be a one or two day holiday. Yeah. So I always like the fact that you got more time to kind of to decompress and, and then also get ready. For and it Christmas. also helps that there's football, I'm sure. Uh, it, there's football at Christmas time. I mean, that week between Christmas and New Year's, there's it's it's a bowlathon. There's a game every night. It just depends whether it's. But a that's good not Christmas. No, no, Christmas is all about Jesus, yeah. and it should be about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, but yes, and I fully get all of that. Mm-hmm. But I just always kind of like those extra days to kind of just spend with family because you had the main dinner, and you had you had the next night, and you had time mm-hmm. to just kind of sit. You got some, you know. That was just me. It was just more time. Yeah, I mean. Travel data kind of backs you up on that because the worst days to travel because they're so busy mm-hmm. are the days leading up to Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and the days after Thanksgiving. Yes. So people do seem to like make the haul in Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. since they're all doing it at the exact same time window, <laughs> yeah. it's a terrible time to travel. Well, I will take, uh, we'll go visit friends and there's mm-hmm. a way back from the friend's house mm-hmm. and there's the long way back. Yeah. I take the long way back on that day because it's shorter than the short way back. And there's less people and it's just an easier drive. And I know I'm going to be driving longer. And it's a prettier drive. But I'm just like, I don't want to deal with the, I just don't want to. I would rather take a pretty drive that takes longer than be stuck in traffic on the short route. Yeah. Especially if it's ugly. I am the exact same way. Yep. All right. Uh, congratulations again to all of those having anniversaries. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, so, Melissa. Melissa and yeah. you as well. Mm-hmm. And Louie. Yeah. And Melissa's special He's person. He's a little bit involved. He is. Uh, well, <laughs> if you want it to be a good anniversary, you better be involved. Okay. Yes. Um, I think I mumbled that enough. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> so, hey, tomorrow uh, you and Davey have the show. Glad yep. to turn over the range to y'all. I'm going to be uh, at Seamark Ranch at their fundraiser, mm-hmm. um, which we're very excited about. And I'm very excited to announce that next Monday will be the very first. I know the morning show has had reporters. Okay. I know all of this, Mm -hmm. but we are going to have an embedded reporter at the Knights of Lights starting on Monday. Yes. So we're going to get a nightly report on what the downtown looks Mm -hmm. like starting next Monday. Yep. We are working on it. We're setting up the cameras. We got the Mm -hmm. crews ready. We got a volunteer all ready to go. We're going to have that for you so that if anybody wants to know what traffic is like in the downtown, we can tell you. Sponsored by Speed Queen. Sponsored by (laughs) Speed Queen. Speak it into reality. Yes. Write the check to us, Speed Mm -hmm. Queen. All right. Anything else? No. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Y'all have a great day. Bye.